Were we or were we not discussing things that probably shouldn't have been recorded? That's probably true. Yeah, let's not get in trouble. Yeah, and now we're recording things that probably should be recorded. Like what? Like... <laughs> like scotch! Damn it, Perrin. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm one of your hosts, Perrin. Just because Dave's here does not mean you need to sing his Dave, part. Dave is not here. Dave is not here yet again. Oh, by the way, what episode is this? Uh, it is the episode that Cedius, who is the other host, is going to declare 134. Ah, and we have a guest. Hello, guest. Hello. She's still here because, you know, she was in the basement locked up like I do. You know, like, like you do. It's not with the, the first time Cedius has locked me in the basement. <laughs> True. Kind of a badge of honor. Month. Well, she did kind of live here for a while, so... <laughs> Why don't you introduce yourself? Again, just, 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 just to be on the safe side. Yeah. Hi, I'm Kiri. Yep. Same, same one as last time, because, you know, that's how even-numbered episodes work. Welcome, Kiri. Again, since you did not manage to escape, you have to drink scotch with us oh, again. Oh, darn. Yeah, I know. They're feeding me more scotch. They think I would leave because they're doing this. <laughs> how wrong they are. It makes up for a lot, let me tell you. What there are worse things in life. Mm-hmm. We are starting with Ooh. the singleton. This is interesting. As a general, as a general rule, I, I get a sense of what the nose is during the pour because I've got that kind of sensitive nose. This this was interesting. I mean, going into it, it's very apple juice, mint. Really. A very light, um, uh, uh, no, no, um, if you, uh, somewhere between a very faint mint and a little crumbled, um, like wintergreen on my fingers. Like the wintergreen gum? Yeah, or, or say the sage wintergreen, um, out in the field. Oh, yeah. All right, I see where you're coming from, but I had to, like, really go in for a while to get there. Because the first thing I got, like, heavy, heavy. This is apple juice. I'm betting it's not. I get the apple. I mean, it's the right color. You get a lot of herbs. It's got an herby smell to it. Yeah, I have to in- inhale very slowly and very lightly to get the, the wintergreen that you're getting. If I inhale the way I typically inhale, it's all apple juice. I, I do understand the apple juice, by the way. Um, and by the way, we are drinking fish. The Apparently the uh, the uh, Singleton dis- Glen, Glendulin Distillery fish trademark. So, happy fish drinking, folks. Okay. And the bottle is... I do enjoy the bottle. It is, it is a pretty oddly bottle. flattened and green. Can I get the spelling of the Glendulin there? Yeah. With your well, thumb not being... Glendulin is the... Dis- See, it says it's the Singleton Glendulin Distillery. So this is actually Glendulin 12. Well, Glendulin Singleton 12. Yeah. They might have other expressions. Which is why I need to write all of that down. Gotcha. Because for science. 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 For mystery? 
No. This is Uncle Hugo's, not Uncle Edgar's. Oh! It, it comes across very appley to begin with. Yep. Del- nicely so. And then there's kind of a backhanded slap to the face of Burn. I want to say it's a backhanded slap. It's got- Forehand? A little lighter, just... Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to look at the... It's a wrist slap, not a slap in the face. This is. I'm I'm hardly getting a burn at all. I'm getting a warming, but I'm not getting a burn. Oh, I I kept it on my tongue, so I I got a burn. It's 40%, so it shouldn't be a really brief finish. Nothing unpleasant, just... It was apple juice, and then fades into a cinnamon. It's kind of weird. Definitely fades into a spice. I'm getting very specifically cinnamon. Maybe it's because it was apple and it wanted to fade into cinnamon for me, but yeah. Maybe a little clove in them with cinnamon too, but... Yeah, I'm getting more of the clove. More clove, yeah. And then, actually, no, then now, now I'm getting... I breathe through it for a bit. Um, I'm getting more of a finish. Uh, it's still quite apple Uh-huh. Um... Very surprising. I mean, that's a lot more apple than scotches I've had. And um, that's pretty pleasant. It's drink. It's, um, it's a soda. It's, I would sit and drink this. It's pretty smooth. It's, it's smooth with that warming feel mm-hmm. when you drink it. Yeah, I maybe. Know, I, I know of other friends who drink scotch who would agree with you that it's got a nice burn. I don't get a burn. Yeah, the, the, the mid to late finish of this, mm-hmm. it's like weak apple pie. Yeah. The burn, I, I got the burn because I was holding it on my tongue longer. Uh, when I took another drink and didn't, no burn. Um, Even holding on the tongue, I'm not getting it. I got it the first time. Huh. But... Um, uh, just a li- at the finish, a little bit of new mown hay, or grass. Excuse me, new mown grass. That's just. Yeah. Um, but yeah, quite. Uh, I almost forgot we needed to add water to this because I hadn't done that yet. Well, you do. My science experiment wandered away. Well, uh, no, it didn't. It was wandered. <laughs> Apparently the cats like science. Yes. Well, Trill likes science, but he's not very good at it. <laughs> His experiments all go one one direction. It's how long will it take for me to claw this one apart? It's called replication. Uh, he, maybe maybe he'll publish in a few years. He 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 is certainly consistent in repeating the experiment. Well, that's a sign of a good scientist. Unfortunately, he's not allowing for easy documentation. <laughs> The apple has dropped out a lot when it's wet. I think he just wants funding. <laughs> um, there's something there, but I'll be damned if I can say what it is. See, I did, I did my typical three drops when I have this little, actually, three drops was more than I probably should have put in the amount I've got in here. I'm still getting mostly apple, but it is definitely a different kind of apple. 
it's not the same apple juice I was getting. Mm-hmm. Although it's still apple right. juice line. You know, it, it's maybe like, maybe um, a little uh, a little oaky. Does come across as more oaky. So if you sure, I can I can see you, a little if more. If you age apple juice in an oak barrel. Mm. Apple joke. M- m- mostly, I think it's more of smelling wood apple juice was recently in versus apple juice that was in wood. I hmm. I like it better neat. It's not horrible wet, but I agree with you. Yeah, I'm definitely getting a little bit more burn yep. with the water, although it's still not a lot. No, no. And it fades very quickly. It's just sort of less wet. It's not bad, but I don't get anything really new or eventful wet, other than a little burn. More tingle on the tongue at the start of the finish. But yeah... Single tin with a single note. Yeah. But a nice one. Yeah, it, it does that note well. But man, is it a one-trick pony. Yeah. But I will give it this. It is this, It is. It is what it promises. Mm. It is not one of these, smell me, I'm amazing. True. I'm all oranges. Now drink me. Fooled you! I'm a sardine! But um, knew something fishy was going on here. What's that? Yeah. Knew something fishy was going on here. So, as we said, flattened green bottle. Um. Oh, it's traditionally batch distilled, twelve years of age. Balanced, light, zesty. The Glendulin Distillery, Dufftown, Keith, Banff. Shire. Our single-minded passion is to make perfectly balanced single malt scotch whiskeys that bring you pleasure from the first sip. This one comes from our Glendulin distillery, whose whiskeys have a fresh style and a fragrant aroma. Enjoy it neat, with a little water, or just as you like. Light and delicate from the start, this is a single malt whiskey, single malt scotch whiskey. That's made for you to enjoy. Wow. I, I, wow. It, I'm, I, oh, it's, it's nice. It's light. Have, have it however you like. And then it finishes in all caps shouting at me. That's, it's just rude. That is uh, what we call inconsistent tone. Enjoy. And uh, like a good space side, it says a lot oh. without saying anything. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. He's found the container, folks. <laughs> yeah. Our balanced single malt scotch whiskeys bring you pleasure from the first sip. Each of them draws on the knowledge, dedication, and skill of our gifted team of whiskey makers. Um, this one comes from our Glendulin distillery, where fine malt whiskey has been crafted beside a space side river since 1897. We mill our malted barley and steep it in the pure water from the Convall Hills above our distillery glen, then ferment and distill gradually to keep things perfectly balanced. 
maturation for 12 years in a high proportion of American oak casks evens out their aromas and tastes, and we select only the most delicate casks to bottle. Good thing it didn't shatter. Mm. The result is an immediately pleasing single malt with aromas of citrus fruit and sandalwood, a vanilla-rich honey-sweet taste, and a charming finish. Enjoy the single malt blend dueling 12-year-old neat with water or just how you like it. It brings out the best in savory bites too, such as mozzarella cheese and cured ham. I don't consider mozzarella cheese particularly savory. Mm-hmm. Well, they're pretty flavorless. It is in Scotland. <laughs> I didn't know it was in. I didn't know Scotland was in Norway. I, All the bland food. Yeah, well, apparently, apparently, uh, Duff Town, on Banffshire. But uh, yep. So, two weeks ago, I remember you had started to tell us about a, a um, science fiction... Uh, oh, so that fringe show. Yeah, but then you stopped. Well, I realized I talked a fair amount about the first fringe show. And so, the fringe show that I thought was the worst was a musical sci-fi uh, number, and... Uh, one of the singers couldn't sing. Kind of an important thing in, for a musical. In, in, in my opinion. Uh, that singer definitely could not harmonize with a singer who mostly could sing. Uh, although she had a range that, particularly in the rare thrust, uh, was very easily lost to the venue. Mm. Um, so there were a couple of times like, what did you just say in that pitch that I can't hear very well? Um Admittedly, some of that is I'm, I'm old and I'm losing the higher range, and so there, there are some aspects of, of a female vocalist that I, I don't hear as well. Um, but the plot... Suspension of disbelief is something that you have to have for any sci-fi thing, granted. Mm-hmm. But when the story was so much... No, I couldn't... So, pilot and co-pilot cruising through space like you do that is occupied territory I guess you could call it um, it the the enemy force is is in control of this area of space okay and the pilot had asked the assistant to go fix something and the assistant fixed something because she's competent and knows what's going on and then the pilot says, the other crew member was supposed to be doing something. And they tried to get a hold of that other crew member, and that other crew member wasn't doing anything. Well, it turns out that other crew member is a mole from the other side. Dun, dun, dun. And in dealing with that individual, uh, the co-pilot does... Well, I shouldn't say co-pilot. The junior crew member uh, does some cool stuff. And so the pilot says, I promote you to captain. So the captain is no longer captain. She's promoted herself out of a job. And then the new captain tells the former captain to go do something. And the former captain has no idea how to do it. The former captain is completely incompetent. She also changes sides like three times through the duration of the play. <laughs> which is an hour long and takes place over less than 24 hours of 
in world time. Mm-hmm. My suspension of disbelief that she would demote herself out of a job, but it's her own cheap, like, I love the impression she owns the ship. She doesn't just run the ship. So it, it was her ship. She gives it away, then gets upset when she's told to do things by the person she told who's supposed to tell her to do things. Changes sides because she's now upset that she's being told to do things. Like, the, quit using your damn logic. That, that character was completely unbelievable, even with my level of... I, mm-hmm. I can suspend a lot of disbelief. That broke my level of suspension. No, no human could suspend this much disbelief. Like, no matter how petty someone gets, I, I have never known anybody to be so petty that they will change sides at the drop of a hat. I mean, I know a lot of mercenary people. Not just petty, but like mercenary, like they will they will go wherever they think the wind is blowing, and so I I will see them change sides. But that's a believable changing of side. This this was just on a whim. I am going to now be on the other side because it suits me right now, and it, it totally made that character to mm-hmm. me completely unbelievable. And and the invading crew of the enemy forces also was not particularly bright. Yeah. So the only competent person was co-pilot, newly promoted captain. And then there was a subplot of she was trying to go to the official flight school, which she ha- apparently hadn't actually gone to yet, got accepted, and because the captain was being petty, was going to withhold the fact that she'd been accepted. There's a whole lot of just, no, this, no. Mm-hmm. This was so dumb. And it seemed the reason the play existed was so that a couple of really bad pun jokes could get told. That doesn't surprise me. And it was just, uh, um, It was just not... I. Like I said, as as much as I never knock that that play that was the worst reviewed play was pretty bad. I did not, at any point in time during the duration of that play, feel the urge to get up and leave. Mm -hmm. Multiple times, and for stretches of time, I wanted to leave this other one. Well, I'm betting from your description two weeks ago that the one of the reasons it got downvoted as much as it did was the short duration. And I suspect some people gave it a some per amount of vote down because they felt cheated. Honestly, with his, reading the reviews, most of the reviews that were there were because it was bad portrayals, bad writing, bad directing, um, bad use of inclusion of a character that we're not in world told whether or not they're transgender or not. But it is certainly someone who, I would say, was born male and was dressed female. So I don't know if they were being transvestite, if they were trans themselves, mm-hmm. if they identify as female. I don't know, because I don't know if that was the actor or if that was the character, because it's never explained. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's just aspects of it that were just poorly done. Gotcha. Um, and and as, as mostly it was, it was the bad feminist view because it was it was kind of misogynistic and, and the number of references to Harry Bush and the fact that she exposed herself in on mm-hmm. stage with her back to us mm-hmm. in you know um, twice during the show and the fact that there was a box upstage so the only purpose of it was for her to put a leg up so she could easily hike up the dress and do the exposing um, it, it, there, there were aspects that were just bad so most of the comments that mentioned the time at all were Thank God it was so short. <laughs> there were a number so, of people that said, 
that, uh, you know, for a 30-minute play, it was 27 minutes too long. But that's so, better than it being a 53-minute play and it being 50 minutes too long. Right. And so there was that, you know, as a thing. So I'm jumping, jumping for a moment out of plays to our guest. I am curious. Yes. What is our tabletops your favorite? Board games are my Board favorite. games. What, is, what are your... I won't even try and make you pick your top favorite board game because... As, a, as somebody who enjoys board games, that's like... Hard. Which of your children is your favorite? Um, which is one reason I only have one, because it's easy. Um, what top couple are you, board games are your... Um, Euro board games are my jam. Okay. Um, I would say go-to games that I always pull off my shelf. Um, the top two that are popping to mind are Lords of Waterdeep and Seven Wonders. Uh, though a guilty pleasure of mine is Ticket to Ride. I love Ticket to Ride. I love Ticket to Ride. Now, now here's the here's the big question. When you play Ticket to Ride, do you try and succeed with your path, or do you fuck people over? I try and succeed with my path. All right. I was just curious. Says something about people. That doesn't mean that I haven't been known. On occasion, it just might work out that way. I'm right? just saying. Yeah. Right. Um, Not a Ticket to Rider? I... I don't like any of the Rails games. I've uh, played Ticket to Ride so much that I can kind of look at the board and be like, hmm, I know where you're going. Yeah. I know what route you have in your hand. Um, so, speaking of which, at Gen Con, one of the games that I demoed was the newest Ticket to Ride game called Ticket to Ride New York. It is a two to four player game. Instead of trains, you are taxi cabs. <laughs> they misnamed it. <laughs> Ticket to Curse. <laughs> um, and plays in uh, 15 to 20 minutes. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. That, that would make it a little bit better. Part of, part of my issue is that the games tend to go long. Well, all right. One of my pet peeves, it depends. There are some games that are inherently not short. They don't have to be like seven-hour games like Axis and Allies or something. But, I mean, there are or some Twilight games... Imperium. Yeah, well... I said game, D- not diplomacy? way of life. Um, or diplomacy. Oh, mm, give the me The game some. that makes you, and the game that ends friendships. You know, and it's so frustrating. I love playing diplomacy. Be- but you have to play it with two things in mind. First of all, try to win. I hate people who play diplomacy, and they're not trying to win. So they're making moves that are contrary to their best interests. They're just... Like, I want to hurt people. That's kind of being a dick in a way that that game's not for. And the other thing is to remember... See, see, you're assuming trying to win by the game's mechanics is the win that they're going for. I try to win by my mechanics of who can I irritate. And if the answer is everybody, I win. So, note to self... Don't play diplomacy with me. Never play diplomacy with Cedius. Yes. And the other thing is to remember that you will be stabbed in the back. I mean, I, I've played many a game of diplomacy, and I have certainly been stabbed, and I've held a knife once or twice, but it's always been, oh, yep, you got me, and it helped you curse curse my lack of foresight. Yeah. That's fine. I just hate it when it's like, why did you do that? Because, yes, you stabbed me in the back, and you left me in a really bad position, but you're in just as bad a position, whereas if you hadn't stabbed me and had done what we talked about, you'd be sitting pretty. Yeah. That, that's the only time I get annoyed. 
But it's the only time I get annoyed with diplomacy. Every once in a while, I will say, "Okay, here's here here's here's the set of rules I'm going to follow," and it'll, it'll be based on this historical figure, because most historical figures do eventually do something that shoots themselves in the foot. So sometimes, well, Gandhi was known to use nukes, right? So so this time I'm going to go the Hitler route, or this time I'm going to go the Gandhi route, or this time I'm going to go the. Uh, um, um, uh, who was who the dude in Africa, uh, the big dictator that was... Oh, um... Uh, I forget his name. Uh, oh, um... In, in Uganda? Yeah. Um, yeah, that guy. Because I, I had the rule set. I don't remember his goddamn name, but I had the rule set. For, okay, this is the kind of decisions he would make. So, it... it or, or today I'm Paul Potts. That would be interesting. I would yeah. be okay with that style to know yeah. that you're, the style that you're going for is based off of some historical leader that you're going with because then at Every least... Every once in a while people will figure out what I'm doing. It's because then at least it's your consistent. decisions have... Right. At least there's a reason behind your decisions still. Yeah. Um, internal logic. Idi Amin, that's the one. It, yeah, thank you. As long as you have an internal consi- internally consistent logic, yeah. whether you're a movie, a play, or a game... Or a book. I'm good. It's when you're violating your own rules that I'm like... Next time I'm going to try Caligula. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> um, thinking of other games that I enjoyed while we were discussing diplomacy, uh, Mysterium popped to mind. Oh, that's uh, a good one. I love playing I, Mysterium off the shelf and playing that with people. Although I really... Not that I'm... I don't want it to sound it based on the last couple things, but when playing Mysterium... I really prefer it if people play the game with at least some nod to what you're playing, instead of like having the 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 ghost talking or you know doing not telling you things, but instead of gestures or whatever, going yeah that was wrong. I, it it just annoys me because mm-hmm. half the fun of Mysterium is enjoying the. You know, the clock is ticking, and we must... See, and that's kind of why I almost prefer Dixit to Mysterium, because it takes some of that pressure off, and then it's just the... How well can you describe something without over-describing something? So you like it when your ghost talks? Versus no, when, when oh. they don't. Okay. It frustrates me when they're not... They're playing... They're playing a game by the rules, but they're not playing the game... So, not full immersion. Or full-ish. I, I recognize, you know, it's they're not really a ghost. I'm just I'm trying to think of how I play the ghost, because I play the ghost a lot. So when after I've handed the cards off to everybody, mm-hmm. I generally so the only time I talk when I'm the ghost is when I'm handing out the cards, I'll either assign a nickname to the color or I'll just say, okay these cards are going to purple. And that's all I'll say, and that's to help people know who the cards are going to. And then once the timers run out, I'll look over my board and I'll say purple right, blue wrong, green right. Is, are you, I'm is not, that what you're... No, I mean, I, there's one person that, there, there's a couple people I've played with who I've really enjoyed their, their ghosting, and they, they did everything by gesture. Okay. Which, which was a, a treat. But I mean... Uh, you know, it's not. It's not that it ruins it. It's that I just enjoy Mysterium to to feel like it's a. Well, I've, it's a I've mis- tried to like gesture towards I want this person the mm-hmm. cards to go there and stuff, but eventually I found you have that to, hey! sometimes people don't pay attention, 
or what? yes, or uh, people don't get what I'm who mm-hmm. I'm gesturing to or anything. So. No, I, I do get that. I do get that. Um, I have to admit, I've been enjoying a lot of, and I'm there's any number of them, but the who's the the traitor, the wolf, the spy, the whatever. Um, the gun game, who's actually using real bullets. Well, yeah. real bullets. Um, the two the, rooms in a boom, uh, are you a werewolf? Um, uh, what's the spy one called? Um, the the one with the pink guns, or orange yeah. guns. I just, uh, half the, I can't remember. Half the fun for that for me is when you're playing with a large group, yeah. and, and it's one, two, three, and suddenly arms are going like, <laughs> in all different directions. And, uh, and you're like, why are you all pointing your guns at me? <laughs> That's, I arbitrarily decided that you're the loser. I, I enjoy uh, watching those games that don't make a con. Yeah. 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 That's, which I should point out is something we all attend. Yes. yes. General rule. We do all attend Omega Con. And if you enjoy games, drinking, eating food that probably isn't that good for you, and relaxing... OmegaCon is a place you should be. Yes, you it mean is. shiny food is not healthy for me? It is good food. It is not good for you food. I don't know. The difference is that much. You know, I think I just, I think I disagree with you. It's just two words. Yeah. Two words. yeah. Well, you know, they did do deep fried Tums. Once. So, once. But and, once and, really is enough. And, and to not great success. No, but it yeah. is conceptually doable. Like nullable food. One of my favorite things is, is still the string cheese cut into small bits wrapped in a wonton wrapper and then deep fried. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know the only thing that would make that better? It's wrapping them prosciutto and then a wonton skin. Hmm. I can see that. I think you need to do this. I, I, I find pretty much anything wrapped in prosciutto I, has been improved. I, I, I think the answer is um, cutting the string cheese, coring it, seeing a piece of garlic in there, wrapping it, and doing that. Ooh. I, I would... But... That's a little bit more work. Put inside a, um, a what are the little that they look like chickens, but they're very small. Oh, like, Cornish hens. Uh, corn, putting inside a Cornish hen, then wrapping that in a duck. I and was sticking that in a turducken. <laughs> I knew you were going there, and I wanted you to stop before you started. <laughs> and yet I didn't. And yet he persisted. We should drink something. We should. Because it'll make you shut up. No. No. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, it, honestly, one of my favorite things is still Salad Bowl, and that is just because that is too much fun as a general rule. Yeah. Salad Bowl is fun. Although, I, I will admit, and I've certainly played it for enough years, um, I do not enjoy the... Um, hey, look, cat, You're not going to get my, my eyedropper. Science be damned. Um... I am not a fan of the, uh, uh, what is it, the combat or the, the cutthroat game? The cutthroat one. We haven't really done a pure cutthroat game. I mean, the, the second night, first night is the friendly game insofar as we expect everything to be general sci-fi knowledge. Mm-hmm. Second night is deeper pulls, but we don't do the ridiculous stuff like what the cutthroat game used to be where it's half-in jokes mm-hmm. and ridiculously long things yeah. that... We, we, one, we, we have a, a word limit, which is under 10, which makes me upset, because 10, 10 was a great word limit for me. Um, I think it's usually 6. Sometimes sometimes we'll stretch to 8. Um, 
but like, mostly it's just yeah. Oh, time's more obscure. Up. I love time's oh time's up. times up. Yeah. What are some of your favorite board games? Um, for board games, if I'm in a mellow mood, I'm trying to remember the name of it. It is the your walking along collecting um, things in is it the China. J- is it the Japan one where or you're Japan. going where yeah. you're going up the mountain? Yeah, Tokaido. Tokaido. Thank you. Yes, I find Tokaido is one of the most relaxing games that I enjoy. Uh, Lords of Waterdeep. I had Sorrow. Yeah. Sorrow's good. Um, uh, it's not a board game, but it's a game we helped kickstart that I have greatly enjoyed, Unstable Unicorns. I want to know more about that one. Well, we have every expansion pack and the game there is to play, and it is a blast. You are trying to get a uh, stable of seven unicorns, and because unicorns are your friend, friends, unlike those horrible creatures sitting around you, and... You play all sorts of cards that do things to other people or do things to yourself, and um, they're very funny and great art. Okay. I, I almost bought it based off of its name alone. I do have a habit sometimes of, regardless if I know anything about the game, I will buy a game just because of its title. Um, I, I actually kicked the game just because of its title, because it's Trogdor. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm very much hoping that that will be out in time for Omega Khan. In theory, it might be, but it probably won't. We, we also, the fact that, that it beat its Kickstarter goals by just a smidge, uh, its goal was $10,000, and I believe it ended up at $2.3 million. Just a smidge. <laughs> and, just... and so he went from, like, it was 120 cards to the main deck was 200 cards or something, and it included... There were five expansion packs, including the Not Safe for Work expansion pack, and it just... I also kickstarted the Binding of Isaac uh, board game, which I'm interested to see what that's I going to I missed like. that one. I did not um, kickstart that one. Boy, I'm, I'm trying to think. See, the thing is, I'm kind of an omnivore, and when I'm at, when I'm at con, I always am like, yeah, there's all these games that I've played that I enjoyed, but I'm always like, what's the newest one? What do you I like? I love Ingenious. Yeah. But I didn't play Ingenious once last time because I, I was like, what? What's new? What? What? What do people have that? Um, you know, I'm a big fan of military board games, but they usually take too long. I usually yeah. am, am trying to find a game that I can play in less than an hour. Um, Splendor, I actually like because it's very simple and yet it's we. Yeah, Splendor is. We, we should talk at one at some point outside of here because I can recommend a lot of games to you that meet that description because if you don't know my role at Convergence, I run the concert gaming room and so when I buy new games every year for the board game room at Convergence, my goal is, is stuff that can be played in less than an hour and a half because my goal is um, I want games that people can pop in and play in between their panels. Mm-hmm. No, understandable. But before we move on to things, we didn't score the last one. I just realized. No. Oh, we did not. Um. So enjoyable. Not it. It felt like it didn't quite hit what it could have been. It could have been truly amazing and interesting, and and instead it was pleasant. Um. Three point. Four. 
it gets a little bit higher than I would have given it because it's unusual to have that much apple, and I enjoyed that. I'm going to go with... Actually, I agree with you on a lot of those notes. I'm going to go with a 3.3. Russian judge mm-hmm. thinks both of you are a little too generous. Um, I mean, it, 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 it's still good. Um, it, 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 I'm giving it a 3.1. Uh, so it's not like I'm throwing it under the bus, but it was... Belarus judge. It was a one-trick pony. Decent trick, mm-hmm. but it was kind of an odd trick. I mean... It, if it had been a trick that I've seen before, I probably would have agreed with you. Alcoholic apple juice. I mean, it's, it's not that yeah. exciting. I, I, I've had apple pie. This was weak apple pie. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I mean, out of a single malt... That was interesting. Uh, if I'm going to go with single fruit note, I think the cantaloupe note out of Bren is, is more interesting than this was. Okay. Uh, this this next drink, by the way, is Bowmore Tenure. Just a straight 10? I thought no, this was a special. No, it's uh, Doris Moore, Small Batch Release 3. D-O-R-U-S space M-O-R. Small Batch Release 3. <laughs> Drink small for your first sip. Okay. Well, let's know it first. Yeah. Mm. So for Bonemore, this is a very light smoke note. Yeah. Still reminds me of a campfire, though. Yeah, I gotta. Which is great. I like me some campfires. Yeah, yeah but yes. I, I, I gotta reset my nose though with this. But it's piece. remarkably um, light on for a Bowmore. What are you resetting your nose with? Some lovely True Stone coffee beans. True Stone coffee beans. True Stone, yes, fresh roast cool beans. They are uh, a local coffee roaster and uh, friend I'm, of the show. I'm, I'm, I'm still living off of my my bag of uh, medium roast Sumatra here, which I need to finish so I can get something new. Um, is it possible to get a discount? It is possible to get a discount. Oddly enough, our promo code is Scotch. Huh. I know, right? Uh, there, there are other promo codes. But they but the, all lack Erdars. Well, mostly because ours is the easiest to spell, because it's not apropos. And uh, it doesn't have any numbers in it like the High Five guys. So, you know. Scotch. It, Scotch. It'll get you 10% off your entire purchase. It, 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 it's very simple. Yes. Just like us. No, we're more than 10% off, Barry. No, I was going with a very simple. Oh, okay. I rest my case. That's also true. (laughs) All right, well, uh, it is a fairly light color, by the way. Oh, yeah, it's very pale. And uh, delicate smokiness, and not much else for my nose. Hint of lemon. Oak. Very medicinal. Isopropyl. I get woodsy. Okay, I'm getting that now. I'm getting both the isopropyl and the woodiness. Alas, a Bowmore I don't like. Zingy. There's that isopropyl. Um, 54%. Well, that might explain some of it. So, um, I'm getting a heavier smoke with some, with a bit of peat. Yeah. Um, I'm getting a light smoke with a bit of lemon pledge. 
Yeah, I get the lemon plunge. I was, I was like, it's lemon something. It's and it's a hit you in the mouth, and it was it was I was expecting, and I didn't like it. Lemon wrapped in an axe handle, (laughs) delivered. No, no, it's a slice of lemon wrapped around a gold brick. (laughs) Um, So this is fifty-four percent cast strength. So um, that's why I said drink small, and I'm going to do a couple progressive waterings. So, first wetting. First wetting, I did a a few more drops than normal, but I still did pretty light. Not world's better. It's uh, pretty much the same thing. Same nose. Mm. I got a weaker nose, but the palate did not improve. Whoa. Whoa, that burn. That says, hey, mister... You. Come over here. I'm going to hit you. Several times. Okay, I've, I'm going straight to appropriate watering for cast strength because I don't want to do anything else in between because I'm really hoping proper watering will bring it somewhere palatable. No, hold not a lot of hope, sadly. Because there's not a lot of Bowmore in this, as far as I'm concerned. Well, I've made it fairly wet. The nose is pretty, pretty nothing. It makes me sad. Oh, I'm still getting a little woody. I'm still fire. getting woody fire from the nose. That makes it a little better. No, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. I've diluted it to where the I'm not getting a burn or a significant burn. I'm getting a lot of lemon. The The iodine pledginess of it has faded a bit, but now it's just smoky lemon. And it's not a, an interesting or pleasant. It, it's an overwhelming lemon. I'm going to go one more. I have a phrase that I'm going to utter, but I'm going to wait until Perrin is done. Because Perrin was not there to experience what I'm going to be comparing it to. Was I? I don't think you've stopped in at the con recordings, which we need to release. I will do that soon. Mm-hmm. Just a more faded version of the nose from other things, and... Uh, So, because I dared Dave, and Dave took my dare. Um, <coughs> Sorry, guys. The, the, it's it's not good, even really diluted. Yeah, the the the, the new version of Penderin that's out is Madeira finished. Mm-hmm. We had it coming. So surprisingly better than than the other one, like considerably better. Well, that's not saying much. But no, but uh, that is to say, I like this better than uh, I, I, I like this less than the Penderin. And when I say that, I might mean the old Penderin. Wow. Yeah, this I do not care for. I do not care for it at all. Would you drink it in a box? I would not drink it in a box. I would not drink it with a fox. Well, okay. 
I mean, <laughs> I mean, with a fox and getting drunk. I mean, that, that's a different story. But um, as a general rule, uh, I would not drink it. No. Uh, I would turn this down if it was offered to me. I would turn it down <clears throat> if offered. This, this is not good. I'm going to do something I almost never do. And I'm scoring it under two. This 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 is a one nine. This is not good. I'm because to, to be fair, some of that is because it's a Vomor. And I expect so much more out of them. They're losing at least like two tenths of a point because they're Bomor and they should know better. Mm-hmm. I like Bomars. I do. I loved the nose on this. Everything else, even watered down, just was not good. I didn't even like the nose. Once the nose could have been better, but at least the nose was. I would not use this as aftershave. That's how much I don't like this nose. One seven. I would not drink this. The only thing I'm torn about is whether I'm going below two. And you know I think I'm going to have to. So, there's a lot to read on this. I'm going to skip some of it. The bits of of information, it is first filled bourbon. Non-chill filtered, cask strength, 54.9%. 10-year, Doris Moore, small batch release 3. Um... Let's see. First, the storm. Ask any of the locals, or latches, as they're known, and they'll tell you it's not unusual to experience all four seasons in a single day on Isla. Here, a raging storm can give way to blazing sunshine in the twinkling of an eye. Bomor has been making its celebrated single malt on this anomaly of an island off the west coast of Scotland ever since 1779. This this makes it the first of Isla's eight distilleries by chronological certainty, and by taste too, many would say. Now as then, Pomore is widely acknowledged to be among the finest, excuse me, and most perfectly balanced single malts in the world, even if the climate is as unruly as they come, swinging from one extreme to the other. Then the calm. Um, blah, blah, Bowmore's Master Blender has selected a range of casks that recreate Isla's rapidly changing moods, especially the sun rising after a storm. Perfectly. Our third and most tropical Doris Moore expression yet. One moment your face is washed by the full force of a typhoon with its salty sea tang. The next you feel the warmth of the sun's golden rays on your skin as the clouds disperse and a magical calm descends. Welcome to Isla, where the seasons, moods, and flavors all collide. So what was the final number you gave it? I forget. 1.9. 1. 1.9. Matured in hand-picked selection of the finest first-filled bourbon barrels, this is the third release in the now infamous Doris Moore series. This non-chill-filtered cask-strength small-batch release is a stormy collusion, collision of tropical fruit, sweet coconut milk, and fresh ocean dew. First, you're greeted by the tropical fruit explosion of sweet mandarin, zingy pineapple, and papaya. A moment later, this is tempered by toasted coconut, sweet almond, and mellow peat, leading to a passion fruit, pomegranate, and tropical ocean dew finish. 
according to their bizarre mapping. Doris Moore 3 is where Storm and sort of complex meat. (laughs) You, you decipher that that diagram. Okay, that that <laughs> is a very interesting. It it shows chart. where the three different Doris Moors land on complexity versus Mergelblop. So because you tell me what that other word is. There, there there's a min max on smokiness. Oh, it's smokiness. I could Mergelblop. I was close. And 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 then there's just a a complexity level. And the the min max scale. On their is random uh, of their smokiness, and 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 why it's these are the smokiness readings, but it is moderate breeze, freeze breeze, strong breeze, near gale, gale, strong gale, storm, and violent storm. Show her the diagram. Someone did a line chart and decided ah, straight lines are for sissies. I'm drunk. Who cares? Yeah, I think whoever wrote this was on some sort of synesthesia thing. Yeah. Because I... Lemon pledge, it tastes like papaya. Yeah, I I, I don't understand this tropical fruits thing at all, and I I wonder if uh, neither do those who live in Scotland. So... um, (laughs) I've never had a tropical fruit. This must be what it tastes like. You're drinking lemon pledge. Whatever. There's a, there, 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 there's a reason why the joke was, where'd you get the coconuts? So, um, yeah, this was no bueno. Sad and disappointing. Uh, Thank you, Bowmore. This, this is, this, I believe this is the first Bowmore that I have rated under a 3-2. Well. And I cleared that bar <laughs> way under a 3-2. Mm-hmm. Because I think the number of, of single malts that I have rated under two, I can still count on one hand. So... You know what? This needs to be a gift for Dave. <laughs> it really does. I, I want to see Dave's face when he tries that. Here, Dave. You missed out. I have a bow more. You missed out on a, a really um, stunning and unusual bow more. Mm-hmm. Both of those are accurate terms. Indeed. We need to have him try it, though, before this comes out. So. Or on... Dave doesn't listen. Dave doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Well, that was... That was a sad... Poor, thing poor, poor late plans. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Um, who wants to flog something? No. Well, it, it, it's the tail end of the month, uh, which means there's still the chance to catch The Fearless Presents, and I still didn't look up the date. So <laughs> you still need to go to The Fearless website to check that out, which you should do anyway, because we've uh, made some pretty dramatic changes to The Fearless website. Salsa, uh, former guest of the show, Salsa Sterling, has done some excellent work on our website, so uh, please go and check that out. Um, I feel like there's a show opening. Um I know that the Fearless Show Riddle of the Mummy has got to be around here somewhere, so um, check that out, and I'll try to post show dates in the in the Facebook posting as soon as I actually have them. Well, this isn't flogging something exactly, but I want to say that Hamilton was amazing. 
Uh, you can eat a dick. Yeah. I hate you. Yeah. Uh, that's fair. Wait, is it the... It's the 15th now. Well, 16th. 16th. And that's assuming I post sometime. So, of course yeah. you would post this sometime. Why ever would you not? Have you seen the last year's worth of La 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 la. My denial goes to 11. And my grasp on reality is somewhat tenuous at best. Indeed. I've got nothing because it's September and that means my fall knit along has started and so all of my free time is spent knitting. Well, there you go. You Renfest people. Mm. I don't understand you. Knitting? Isn't that a Renfestian thing? Not necessarily. No. But you're still a Renfest person and that's why I don't understand you. Yeah. It, I, I mean, that's actually more accurate. I'm either knitting or I'm out at fest. <laughs> Life is a binary choice. Renaissance festivals or knitting. Sometimes I'm knitting at the Renaissance Festival. Okay, it's a trinary choice. Well, it's a fun diagram. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so, now is the time, as you, as you well know. And you've had two weeks to prepare, so for fuck's sake. Is when you toast us out. <laughs> I mean, I know the mustiness of the basement does take the senses out of one's brain, but... It, it does really give you the vapors. But, you know, it's still two weeks. You expect so much from me. Well, yes. No. <laughs> okay, fine. Maybe. I mean, a toast is not that hard. Come on. You, you heard my deep and abiding and meaningful toast? Um, to friends, to good scotch, and to fire? Oh, here, here. Fire. Friends. Harry's in the rush. 